0: Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name's Jim. Thank you for riding along today. Just get on in this old pickup truck. We're gonna go down the old gravel dirt road, about 40 miles an hour, all. Not too fast, that's a fact. Last week, the munchies crawled all over my microphone. You can probably hear them giggling in the background. They're making a general mess out of things. Knocking the mic around and scratching on it and licking it. Gross, huh? You just can't even imagine these little guys. Well, anyway, so they're being punished today. I've got them in a cardboard box with the lid closed. They kind of like it in there. It's not really punishment, but it keeps them all together and I told them as soon as we got done with that podcast last week that I was going to do that. One of them said, Jim, Jim, no, help, help, help. Please don't, please don't. But the others were giggling and laughing and one hit the other one on the ear and the other one did a wet willy to the other one's ear. And Well, you know how it gets when you have munchies running around here. Oh, you don't have munchies running around your house? Well, let me tell you. They're very entertaining and a pain in the patoot all at the same time. So we are going to try my old microphone today. That new mic picks up things like when you rub up against it and stuff. And if it's not the munchies rubbing up against it, it's me. So we're going to try this old one again. I like it. I'm more comfortable with it. But the other one's better and more sensitive. I, that's what I don't like about it. and So I'm just going back for a week to this old one. There's an anomaly called a pop, a loud pop, that microphones will get if you speak into it too loud or something once in a while. Now, I have to edit those out and sometimes they edit out at an inappropriate time. Or inopportunity, you know, a bad time. Excuse me for the English language. It's the only one I really know, though. So I have to do with what I've got. So we're using the old microphone today. How about that? I don't even have any munchies I can bounce that off of today. I kind of miss those little critters. On to bigger and better things here. I'm recording this on the 11th of March. I know it's coming out on the 19th of April, and that's because I like to have a few in the bank. I don't have to do any current events, so it's okay. But I wanna just bring one thing up. My friend, Fred, passed away. His son, Patrick, let me know about it the other day. Fred was well into his 90s, a great guy. I've talked about Fred on several occasions during my podcast here. He was the first person that I remember ever showing me kindness. I was pretty young at the time. And I busted his window in his house, and he showed me a lot of kindness. By taking me into his house, we found my ball and not running over and telling my parents what a terrible little kid I was for breaking his window through the years. Fred and his family lived next door to us and had their business next to my dad's business in town. He was a quality, quality man. I hope someday somebody will look back and say that I showed them kindness somewhere along the way. Maybe remember me with some fondness. Happy trails, Fred. Our song of the week this week is I Can See Clearly Now, written and sung by Johnny Nash. This great song was released in 1972, and it did become number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. It was the lead single on the album titled I Can See Clearly Now. It has some kind of a reggae sound, mainly because Bob Marley collaborated with Johnny Nash on this song. This great song was in the movie Cool Runnings. Remember that? I think it was about the Jamaican bobsled team that made the Olympics clear back in the day. Great movie, funny movie, inspiring movie. But the version on that movie was sung by Jimmy Cliff. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Have you ever said something to yourself like, I wish life gave you a do-over? Or, I learned from my mistakes. Or, that was the best time of my life. If only I could do it again. Something like that, you know what I mean? So I named this episode, If I Got to Do Some Things Over Again. Let's try this out. See how it comes out here. Let's explore some of mine. Playing football and baseball in the park. The park in the town I was raised in. That little town, the north-central Colorado mountains, west side of the Continental Divide, 8,000 feet above sea level, that town there. Well, the park was a block long and a block wide, basically. And then across the street to the east was the school and school playground and the baseball field. So that was all, basically, I considered park. The baseball field, we'd play in the summer all day every day if there were five of us or if there's 25 of us we'd play we also had a little league team that we had practices and games on right there on that diamond the football field was across the street to the west and it was just right next door to the old high school Today it's a grade school, but I do believe they used it as a practice field back when the high school was there, back in the early days, possibly before they had the football field right behind the high school. I know I used to go to some games down over the hill back of the Motor Lodge. I don't even remember the Motor Lodge was there, the El Monte. And that must have been before they built the field and possibly before the park was there. I'm not sure. I can't remember my earliest memory of the park and playing football there. I was probably about eight. So who knows what happened before that. Paul Hamas Park. That's what it was called. Playing with John and Dave, Pat, Chris, his brother Rick. There's so many of us that played there all the time. We probably ranged in age about a six-year difference between all of us. So there were some older kids and there were some younger kids, you know what I mean? And we played tackle football and it was fun. If only I could do that again. That's the most memorable football experience I have. Now, some of the games when I was on the high school team are very memorable, but I don't remember many practices fondly. I don't remember them with wonderful memories I just remember the games I remember some of the practices with dread and oh my goodness gracious a few other practices where we played pass touch after we won a game you know the following practice those were okay but those memories of me being a kid playing football in the park seem to never escape me some of the things I'm not really proud of Taking off when I was from 17 till I grew up, which was about, you know, later. Taking off hitchhiking, traveling the United States, and not letting my parents or family or anyone know where I was or if I was dead or alive. I was a very selfish individual, apparently, looking back. Putting my family through that, how terrible. That was terrible of me. That was some of the most selfish things I've ever done in my life. Looking at this list now, it looks like I have more things that I did wrong than I did right. So I need to wish that I could correct some of this wrongdoing more than fondly remember the good things. A big part of this and all these mistakes and all these opportunities for regret is what shaped me and made me who I am and how my life is today. That's based on some of those bad decisions. So I really don't regret doing some of this stuff. I just, if I had to do it over, I would do it differently. Most definitely. But Let's go back to a fond memory. Cruising up and down Main Street in my car from the time I was 16. Especially at night, listening to KOMA. But even during the day, waving at people I knew, seeing who was coming out of the stores, what was going on. Up and down and up and down Main Street. What a cherished memory. I can't do that anymore. The little town I live close to, I live three and a half miles close to a town. It has brick Main Street. If you ever driven up and down a brick Main Street, you know what I'm talking about. It's not a smooth ride. They do it for nostalgia, I'm sure, to remind you of where they came from back in the day. But I liked that blacktop myself. A thing that I wish I would have done differently, when I worked at the trading post, and I left Jay just almost like that to go into competition against him. And my intent was not to go into competition, but to fill a void. But that's not the reason I did it. I wanted to be my own boss. Now, I don't know where this would have taken me if I would have stayed with Jay. But I think there might have been a good chance that someday I would have owned the trading post. And I could have honored the man better than I did. I try to honor him a little anymore. Because that was far and away the best place and the best work experience I ever had in my life. Those seven or eight years I worked there. I learned so much about business and I loved going to work. And I loved what I did more than anything else I ever did in my life as far as work goes. Well, the trading post is no longer there. As my store was only there a few years, my store was. But it's funny how life deals you things that change your perspective on things. And I never would have moved to Kansas and had the life I had here now if I would have stayed with Jay at that store. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Another thing that I wish I had a do-over on is when my dad ended up in the hospital with a bleeding ulcer the second time. I should have packed up and went to Colorado to been with him right then. I was busy with my job here in Kansas City, and I had to make a living for my family and stuff. But he ended up passing away in that hospital unexpectedly. I did have the opportunity to talk to him one last time the day he passed away, and he was in a good mood, and I had a good conversation with him. Second one, I shoulda, woulda, coulda. When my mom was dying, my brother Don and I went out to Western Colorado to say goodbye. Something told me at the time I should stay with her and ride it out with her until she finished her journey. And yet I had to get back and Don was waiting for me. He left the room just a little bit before I did. And I should have stayed. I know it would have been several days. What's old Sinatra saying regrets I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. At least I got to go and see her and say goodbye. Another one, I shouldn't have treated my daughters exactly the same as they were growing up. If one got a pair of shoes, they both got a pair of shoes. If I said yes to one, I had to say yes to both. If I said no to one, neither one of them got to experience whatever it was. Almost, if one got in trouble, they both got in trouble. I had to learn through experience that they are individuals, and the biggest disservice I think I gave them was trying to raise both of them exactly the same. They were not even close to exactly the same. So I apologize, Aaron and Allie. I did my best with what I had at the time. I should have courted Kim, the girl I married. We shouldn't have shacked up. We shouldn't have lived together. I should have courted her and showed her she was special. Now, we live in grace. I know that. I know that for a fact. I live in grace. Because 45 years later, 46 years later, counting, you know, we went out for six months. We lived together for six months. And we've been married for over 45 years. It is the grace of God and a lot of hard work and her being able to forgive me for all my stupid stuff I've done and drug her through on those years. But if you ask for my advice, I say take her flowers, show her that she's important, ask her dad for her hand in marriage, do it right. Just my advice, whatever that's worth. Most of my advice comes from my experiences though. And I'm not out here to tell you what to do and what not to do. I'm just telling you my experience. I'm not beating myself up here. I have lived a good life. I have. I have been healthy and I'm not destitute. I have loved and I've been loved. I'm sure more things will come to me after I publish this episode. That's usually the way it is when I do things. And right here, I think I have an opportunity to think of a dozen things, good and bad, later on. But it is what it is and this is what it is today. I'm just trying to show you my heart. I'm trying to release some of the stuff that I've carried around for so many years. I look back at my life and I wish I was kind when I wasn't. And I smile when I remember when I was kind to someone or something when they needed it. Overall, it's been a good ride. I guess I wouldn't change it for anything. Always be kind. You never know when someone needs it. Well, I'll be back next Wednesday. I know I will, but it's not guaranteed. We never know what tomorrow will bring. So smile and laugh, and don't carry those regrets around. Just lay them aside and leave them be. Peace out.